Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Sustainable Health and Care podcast, a campaign delivered by NHS employers and the Sustainable Development Unit. Hello, my name is Danny Lindley and I'm the comms manager for the Sustainable Health and Care campaign. This podcast focuses on the Sustainable Health and Care Week and Friday's theme of green space. It features Anthony Cobley, Head of Inclusion, Engagement and Wellbeing at University Hospital Birmingham NHS Foundation Trust. Anthony talks about how they have transformed the green space around the Trust, offers advice on where to start, highlights the challenges they faced and explains how they maintain the space and link in with the local community. We've got um, nearly 200 fruit trees in an orchard, food growing space, a wildflower meadow, uh, woodland walk, we've planted 10,000 bulbs all the way through it um, and I knew nothing about that. I was a keen amateur gardener but knew nothing about that and it was a case of going to meetings, literally meeting with people and you then discover that people in third sector organisations find it very difficult to find a way into the NHS. We can be, we've got 10,000 staff, others listening to this will have more or, or, or fewer staff but we are seen as being big monoliths and people don't know how to get into us or who to speak to and how to find the right person. So for me, getting out and talking to people, networking, it took us a little while, but we found um, a group called the Conservation Volunteers who are key collaborators for us in our green spaces. Um, And through them, they networked us with other people and it just literally went from there. Now people come to us, but the green spaces are used by staff and patients alike. Um, We're looking to be moving more of our rehab out into the green spaces, working with with a green gym, um, and that's very much from TCV. They did a recent programme with Trust Me I'm a Doctor with Michael Mosley where there was a very good response um, to uh, mild to moderate mental health and getting out and enjoying yourself in in the green spaces, which is great for us. But it also means that we then start to connect up with other groups in society that perhaps are more marginalised. Our biggest challenge has been how to fund them, how to get the resources to be able to deliver them. And again, as I mentioned at the beginning, TCV were were key in that relationship um, because they had expertise in accessing lottery monies, um, expertise in establishing volunteering groups. I think it's very easy to do projects and then them not be sustainable because you don't have, uh, have volunteer groups. I was very keen that we actually did something in our green spaces first, so we planted the orchards first before we started recruiting volunteers because I wanted people to be able to see what we were doing rather than talk to them about what we had in mind. I wanted people to be able to to visualise that. Um, So resources are really, really important. Um, Corporate buy-in, we're lucky that through TCV and also our UHB charities, we had a number of corporates that were involved who gave us people who to physically help us do the projects, the digging and the planting um, and the maintenance. We've got key group organisations such as the Urban Orchard that have helped us with pruning the trees and looking after them. Um, so it's the challenges of finding those people who are going to help you. Some will take you down blind alleys and it won't work, it just won't work at all. Others you need to be thinking also well, where's the sponsorship coming from so some organizations won't be a right fit for the nhs recruiting volunteers from people who are very very busy is very difficult 
I think that if you think that you can recruit staff, then you need to have a, a big think about that. We cover a big geographical area with our staff and at the end of the day, the majority of us want to get home. You don't want to stop and do some pruning in an orchard or something like that. So weekends work for us, half terms work for us where staff do come back with, with their families. For me, the recruitment is very much about working with local people. That's where it's sustainable. Our orchards are not going to be major producers for another four or five years, but then they will do for 10 to 20 years if they're looked after. So this is a long-term plan rather than a, a short-term fix and also communicating it. We can walk out of here now and we'll find half a dozen people that won't know anything about the orchards, the gardens, the food growing spaces. But you can't underestimate in the electronic age how our reliance on electronic media, sending out emails, electronic uh, briefs on what's happening in the trust, you miss so many staff. For us, our facility staff, porters, domestics, a lot of our nursing staff are not sitting at computers every day. So if you want to communicate to them, you've got to go the old fashioned way of doing it face to face with team brief um, and meetings and things like that. <laughs>